I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I'm your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me on another lovely Friday afternoon is the one and only... Justin, the hillbilly boy Campbell. How you doing, man? Not bad. I wish everybody could see your face whenever the the intro runs. Like whenever he says, fuck it, we'll do it live. Like you just get this. <laughs> it you cracks me up every time. <laughs> you just beam every time. It's amazing. It's so goddamn funny to me. I don't know when it's, if or when it's ever going to get old. But it's just <laughs> so goddamn funny. Because like for people who haven't used StreamYard and don't know how it works, like for, for me uh because i set the stream up i can see both of us down here and your little your little picture down here every time we run that you're just like grinning <laughs> ear to ear it's it's amazing i wasn't sure yeah I, I wasn't sure if you could see me or if anybody could see me but i can't help it dude it's just too goddamn funny to me <laughs> yeah fuck it <laughs> oh man <laughs> that does have to be one of the best like caught on film like unscripted moments of like tv because like to, to have him he's usually a very like calm collected like his his on-air personality is completely the opposite of that <laughs> to see yeah him, like, it would be shit. funny to see like how he proceeded after that like if he just put he was able to just put on the straight calm face again and be all nonchalant about things but it, it was hilarious dude i mean like people in europe know him only because of that clip he was i think it was like he was on tucker carlson or something was interviewing him and tucker carlson asked him about that he's like yeah like i'll go to like fucking ireland or something and they'll recognize me only because like yeah you're the fucking guy we'll do it live <laughs> that's amazing uh, anyway yeah we are doing it live here folks um i think we're gonna try doing it live this entire year so Changing like things up a little bit in 2024. I like the sound of it. Uh, speaking of fuck it, the uh, jobs report came out. And that's a... Uh, woo. Right, fuck it. Like, why does it, anybody even pay attention to these numbers? I, I think what you should be doing with these government statistics is based on how much bullshit they're perpetuating, that's how you should view what they think of the actual economy. It's like, holy shit, dude, the economy must be fucking terrible. If 
we, we had a four Sigma beat in the job numbers. <laughs> it's like, really? Holy shit. They're really laid it on thick here. And why are they doing that? Well, it's an election year, of course. But they're really trying to cover this up and 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 have some like paper mache facade for their propaganda about how good the economy is. Like you can just you can say it over and over again and people I guess sometimes they'll they'll repeat it if they're NPCs, but they won't really believe it. But now you can point to the statistics and be like, hey, look, look at this jobs report. <laughs> Go ahead and, and run through some of the uh, the numbers here. On the surface, it was a blockbuster jobs report, certainly one which nobody expected. Starting at the top, the BLS reported that in January, the U.S. unexpectedly add, added 353,000 jobs, the most since January of 2023, when the print was 200, 482 compared to 131,000. Uh, double the consensus forecast of 185,000 and more than the highest Wall Street estimate, which was 300,000 from the Texas. Um, in fact, this was a four sigma beat to estimate unheard of in the past year. The headline data was stellar across the board, starting with the unemployment rate, which once again failed to rise, denying expectation from Psalm's rule that a recession may have already started, all the way to average hourly earnings, which unexpectedly spiked from 4.1% pre-revision to 4.5%, which was the highest since September, and a slap in the face to the Fed's disinflation narrative. It, all the numbers, all the charts, all the numbers, like everything. If you yeah, look, we gotta, this is like a pretty long, in depth uh, zero hedge article here. We got to go through some of the highlights, though, because it, like, they just keep showing you how ridiculous it's getting and, and what they're, it, it's just so obvious. It, it's so, uh, uh, was it this one? I can't really see. It was the next, maybe the next chart was just like outrageous. Yeah, this one. Okay, so this is, I think this is like the household survey, or is this um, ADP versus? ADP versus BLS. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so one of them, the more accurate one that actually tracks employment data, like like we have these people employed, they're in ADP system. Uh, that's been on a downward trend since when? Was that July of last year? Uh, going back to yeah, April or May of last year. Okay. I, I guess it spiked in June, which that would have been uh, that would have been like seasonal hiring stuff. And then it. Yeah, and then that, it, it looks like an outlier there. because that one. <laughs> yeah, that one thing is like the, the biggest bar on the graph for those of you that can't see this. But yeah, you go back to like the early, early to mid last year and it's been trending downward month after month after month, with the exception of June. And then the government horseshit statistics have been trending upward, like the complete opposite direction. It's making an X on the graph. It's <laughs> it, it's just so ridiculous, man. How, how can they even get away with this? Is what I, I want. The, like, like the reason you see the June spike is it's a combination of things. Like a lot of that is like high school kids getting out of school, and also college kids like getting out of school for the summer, and then getting their summer job. So like you get that big spike in in hiring right there in june when all the kids who aren't going to be a part of the workforce full-time like get right. a summer job <laughs> like yeah so it, yeah they're, they're at the ice cream shop or something for a couple of months right well so it, uh, it boosts yeah. hiring numbers but yeah well if you scroll down a little more i think he gets into some of the the types of jobs that have been created over the last uh 
couple of years. Is that is that the one? No, that's uh that that's a good one too. <laughs> Just seasonally adjusted more like they Yeah, been. seasonally adjusted for for January. So every every actual number for January is negative. Big time negative, down red bar. Every seasonal adjustment, which they get to make up whatever the fuck they want, that that's you know that's government speak for uh, whatever the fuck we want to make it look decent. Every every single seasonal adjustment takes it from like down a bajillion to up just a little bit <laughs> because it snowed or something this January. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where's the? Ah, here we go. This is this is a big one to look at. February yeah. uh, job changes since February of 2023. Full time jobs have gone down significantly, whereas part time jobs have gone through the roof. So, any anytime they are touting any type of job growth or job development, it's not full time jobs. It's not jobs that are actually like paying the bills and putting food on the table. It's part-time stuff, which I, I mean, I guess, yeah, some people are working three, four part-time jobs to kind of supplement the fact that they don't have a full-time job. But, you know, like we talked about on the last episode, all of these big companies are laying off. All of these big companies are going through big cutbacks. Like there aren't the, the full-time jobs available in their workforce. Right. Yeah. And this can, this can also explain some of the unemployment numbers. Right. Like if you lose your full time job and then you get three part time jobs, well, they just created two, two new jobs. Like and, you know, you're 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 employed technically, but um, you're not uh, full time employed. You're not you'd much rather just have one job than have to take on three jobs to try to make up for the lost income from losing the one. And then some people have the one job and then have to take on a second job in order to combat the inflation that's been uh, devouring their paychecks. This is a really interesting chart and number here. This is um, job creation based on where you were born. So native born job creation has been at a net zero since June of 2018. Uh, like yeah. if you're, if you're an American citizen, uh, job creation has not been on your side. Uh, and which, uh, again, that goes to the uh, the non-farm payroll stuff, the, the part-time job type stuff. Like a lot of this, a lot of these jobs are, they're not, they're not real jobs. You know what I'm like? Does that make sense? The, they're, they're jobs in so much as somebody's getting to go to work and somebody's getting paid, but they're not things that actually last. They're not things that are, uh, you know, it's what, not a career, right? It's not it's a long term plan or solution to anything. It's just like, shit, dude, I gotta, I gotta do something because I got, I gotta pay rent this month. And so you just start taking on all these odds and end jobs, like you're doing handyman work or something. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I mean, like, maybe I'll, I'll try to remember to link to this article in the, in the description so people can can dig into these charts if you want, but I mean, like it's, it's wild, man. How, how full of shit they are, even by government standards. It's just like, Jesus Christ, dude, come on. At least pretend to be somewhat honest. Well, like the ADP, the, the ADP 
payroll thing is sort of a, it's not exclusively ADP, but ADP is one of the biggest like companies that runs the, um, like the, the, the clock, yeah, yeah, the yeah. payroll software and stuff. And, and it does take an accumulation of not just ADP's information that they're like the biggest one. So that's why it's considered the ADP report, but it takes all of like all of the ones that are computerized, which is effectively all of them these days, like almost every major employer in the U S uses ADP day four. like there's, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Running a business this day and age without having that shit computerized I, yeah. would be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, there are companies that still do it and it's, uh, I, I don't know how they do it. Um, it's insane. Uh, my, my wife's company is one of those and it like, they're in the process of converting over to ADP, but like the way they do things currently, it's like, that's bad shit. Crazy. I don't make <laughs> do they actually have like the punch cards that they like put into the thing like 1957. Uh, see that I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I do know that they like their HR department handles all of the weekly payroll. They don't have a, uh, an a external company that's doing all of that kind of stuff. So that's, and so they have like a ledger or something and they're just writing everything down and keep and like cutting checks and shit. Uh, they do have a, uh, they did, they are moving over to ADP. So that'll be going they into could get, they could get rid of like half their HR department. <laughs> they are cutting a couple of jobs. Yeah. But again, I mean, that's automation is another one of those things that's coming on. And um, since COVID, making a certain number of jobs obsolete. And so, like, you're starting to see, like, the jobs numbers aren't coming back in some areas. And they're not going to come back in some of those areas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are on the not only are we on the precipice of an economic collapse, but also just like a, a complete reorganization of the of the economy i mean with ai coming in it's going to change a lot of things like the amount of data that you can like aggregate and and run through with ai is, is fucking crazy and i i barely understand it to be perfectly honest with you but um i understand it enough to know that it's going to be a tectonic shift in in the way certain industries are are organized What else we got going on? Oh, we got we got several different things. The uh, the jobs report is kind of the big one for today, but there's also the the news of the of the uh, the gay Democratic staffer will not be getting charged for anything. If you take a uh, guided tour of the Senate uh, chamber, that is a no no. You will be potentially you'll do seventeen to twenty years in jail, um, like be completely run off of all social media, everything. But if you uh, are banging your boyfriend and on uh, OnlyFans in uh, on the Senate floor, that's perfectly fine. There will be no charges whatsoever. It, that, it's unbelievable. Like they can't just give him a charge, like something just to prove that you're not, that the entire fucking country doesn't have to bend over and take it up the ass for these people. This is ridiculous, dude. This is absolutely ridiculous. You're fucking on the Senate hearing room? Like, what? And filming it and putting it on the internet. And we're, we're just, that's cool. N nothing, no, no repercussions. Yeah, you lost this job. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wow. 
Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck? And then, yeah, you juxtaposed it with some of the January 6th, like the guy that farted on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I'll give him 18 years. 18, like they're getting decades in federal, like pound you in the ass prison. Right. Not to mention they've been stuck in a hole for the last three years. Right. A dude who literally wasn't even there got 23 years. Wasn't even in Washington, D.C. that day got 23 years. But this guy doesn't even get a slap on the wrist. Like, yeah, he lost his yeah. job. Okay. Well, right. It's crazy, man. It's just. It's this kind of shit that is tipping the scale. Like everybody, this pendulum is done swinging in that direction. Like it, it's so cartoonish, cartoonishly ridiculous that it's just like, how could you not just be vehemently against whatever the fuck that is? I don't know exactly how to explain that, but whatever it is and whatever is fucking tolerating it is absolutely unacceptable. You can't fucking have a society like this. Well, like, um, did you see the the James O'Keefe thing that came out the other day where he's like got a, a White House staffer or something that's like I heard about it. I didn't watch any of it, though. I, I just watched a little bit of it. Uh, he's got like this guy is on basically on record, like saying that, yeah, they know uh, they see secretly they want to get Kamala out. They don't want her in anymore. Uh, not that they yeah. okay. not that they ever did. Um, they they know that Joe Biden is senile and there's questions about his ability to just remain upright, but they really don't like, they can't talk about it. They're not supposed to like say any of that kind of stuff out loud. Supposedly there's going to be some more stuff coming out at some point in the next uh, few weeks or a month um, from O'Keefe where he's got other people um in dc like on film talking about the that kind of shit the just absolute sexual degeneracy that's that runs rampant throughout all of congress and and washington like uh it was he he put out a statement the other night that said like i've had people ask me if i'm concerned about my safety and i have no concerns I, I am not suicidal and I don't think anything's going to come of it. And if it did, I'm 38, 39 years old. I've lived a good life. I've done a lot of stuff and I'm pleased with what I've done. So if that does happen, then it happens. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, I did see that. He's, he's made his peace with it. It's like, all right, going down with this ship one way or another. It's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I love how. So who are these people that you can't say this to? That's what I want to understand. And like, be like Joe Biden's fucking senile. We got to get him out of here. Who is, who's like, no, you can't say that. We'll, we'll like fucking have you removed. <laughs> well, I mean, they, that it's the stuff that they don't talk about on mainstream media. It's the stuff that they don't actually like. Nobody in Washington is actually going to say it. Like me, you, Tucker Carlson, all you know, the people who are you know on the outside, um, the conspiracy theorists and the alt right. Ultra magas, like we can say that kind of stuff, and they'll just say that we're a bunch of fucking bigots. But yeah, the yeah. the 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 mainstream press and like actual um, reliable sources in Washington, they're not allowed to say any of that shit. They they have to toe the the company line of it's all everything's fine. They the, they are the dog sitting in the house burning down, just saying it's all good. Yeah, this is this is fine. It's like 
It's so goddamn interesting, man. Like, how is history going to record this this decade? Is what I want to know. Like, are they going to be making fun of Joe Biden? Like, just be. I saw this clip of him the other day where he was like walking up to the cameras and he looked like a fucking, he looked like a lunatic, dude. He's like got his hands up, like he's going to take his glasses off. And he's just walking like this for like 30 seconds. He's like trying to get his hands up to take his fucking sunglasses off. And they're asking him like uh, uh, serious questions. Like, what are we going to do about Iran? (laughs) And this is the guy. This is the guy. He's like a fucking walking zombie. That is an interesting question. Like, how will he be 50 years from now? How will he and his presidency be recorded in history books? Because, you know, you've got like like Lincoln is remembered as the great emancipator. Never mind that his actual goal was to free all the slaves and then put them on ships and send them back. Uh, Then you got like Nixon was portrayed as this like sadistically evil bad guy. But in reality, what he did was pretty minimal and. Overall, he was a very intelligent, like really not a terrible press outside of like, yes, I'll give you the gold standard thing. But outside of that, like he wasn't he was a pretty all right. Uh, he's completely he's remembered completely wrong by history. Jimmy Carter is was like just a decent dude, but he's by and large considered one of the worst presidents ever, even though I don't know that he was necessary. I mean, yeah, he was bad, but he was just like a really nice old southern dude that probably shouldn't have ever been put in the job to begin with like reagan is remembered as this great you know turns the economy around kind of thing but a lot of other stuff gets ignored about him like yeah how is history gonna remember biden 50 years from now yeah because it's gonna be tough to like we have video evidence of just how ridiculous he is and he's like fumbling over all these words and everything and they're gonna be like this guy was running the country for at least four years. Like what? It, it's just so ridiculous. And you know, exa- like however they're portrayed in the history books is usually the exact opposite of how it was, as you were alluding to. So they'll get it wrong. But and again, it's like, who are these people that get to make these decisions? That's just like, yeah, Jimmy Carter was the worst president ever. And it's just like thrown out there. Like it's a matter of fact. And then every time we have like a bad president after him, they're like, oh, Jimmy Carter's going to be relieved because now he's not the worst president ever. And it's just like, wait, what? Like, who, who does it's just like based off of like legislation or something? Like, what bills did he pass? What name one major piece of legislation that he did? And like, I don't know who determined that that's the yardstick, but they should be fucking strung up and I don't know. No, we can't advocate for violence on the podcast, but. Woodrow Wilson. That's the, that's the the worst. Easily, easily the worst. Every single fucking problem we have today can be traced directly back to him. Yeah, it's not even fucking fair. close, dude. It's not even close. FDR I, is another just awful. Like, oh god. But yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. But th- these are the ones that are fucking praised. Right. Woodrow Wilson and FDR get like a lot of historic praise from especially from lefties. And it's like, no, have you looked at uh, what they actually did? Like, holy shit. Uh, That's that's one of the uh, that's one of the things. The Woodrow Wilson one is one that I'm going to talk about on a show uh, later in the year. I think we're doing that. I think we're doing World War One and Woodrow Wilson in uh, 
June or Ju- June or July. I got to remember. That'll be a that'll be a show I do with with uh, Pete Quinones. We're going to talk about Woodrow Wilson, World War One, and everything that led up to that, and then the consequences of that. So that'll be a pretty in depth, a lot of fun. This is I showed this to my son the other day. He thought it was pretty fucking hilarious. For those who can't see, it's the the meme of uh, with the uh, the Doom guy. It says, "My family, whenever I die, heaven gained another angel today. Me in hell. Where's Woodrow Wilson?" <laughs> Yeah. God damn, man. Like the the world would be so, so much different. And I couldn't imagine it being much worse than it is right now. If it, if there was no Woodrow Wilson, it's hard to, you know, it's really hard to go off on these little hypotheticals, but good grief, man. Everything he did was just awful. And the, the long-term consequences of it, I mean, there's no Hitler without Woodrow Wilson. Pretty much. And then then we don't have, like, that. you couldn't just be comparing it, like, this comparison to Hitler and then uh, the Jews whining for 100 years. Like, it all goes away. Imagine (laughs) the utopia. (laughs) Right. Whenever they're like, if you could go back and kill so-and-so in the the crib as a baby, who would you? Woodrow Wilson is the answer. (laughs) If you want to go back further than that, it's it's actually William T. Sherman, because if you if you take out Sherman, then the North doesn't win. The Confederacy stays intact. Then you never have Wilson to begin with. So it doesn't like. That's an can, interesting one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hence, uh, that, that's my uh, Southern heritage coming out. And like <laughs> Sherman's the uh, one. But the anyway. War, the War of Northern Aggression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? Do we have any uh, like video clips or anything that we can play? Uh, oh, I do have one. Where? Let me find it. <laughs> this is the fun video clip, as a matter of fact, uh, talking about how will history be recorded. It'll be recorded by fucking drones that are actually birds, or uh, birds that are actually drones. For those who are just listening to the audio, researchers are developing taxidermy bird drones, and scientists in New Mexico are taking dead birds, reanimating them into fucking drones, and and turning them loose. They're claiming, uh, they're claiming they're doing it for the purpose of of uh, like nature observation to to like record stuff in nature and and this is like a new way of uh of getting research data on animals and and stuff without having people actually have to be out there or without running like drones that look like drones so uh, yeah birds if birds were ever real at all they're not going to be for much longer (laughs) dude you almost have to wonder is somebody just like Keeping track of all the conspiracy theories and then making them come to fruition. Where it's like, (laughs) the birds are fake. The birds are fake. And then this guy's like, all right, I'm going to make fake birds now. (laughs) Well, now that people have started to catch on that birds aren't real, we've got to come up with some excuse for why it is that they're now suddenly seeing birds that don't appear to be real. It's like, yeah, they're, they're, they're now revealing the PSYOP after the fact so that 
everybody thinks that it's like just this new legitimate. Yeah, no, thing. We, we did it on purpose after after the real one. Yeah, it's, it, it's bizarre, man. It, it's so fucking bizarre. All the things that are happening in this decade where it's just like there has to be somebody that's like, like thinks it's hilarious. And he's just like, yep, I'm going to make this conspiracy a fact now. They can't all be right, can they? Every single conspiracy theory. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, it's kind of looking like they legitimately are. Uh, it's just crazy. <laughs> chemtrails. And There's you know really what's good. really fucking funny? You say chemtrails. The other day, um, we were sitting there talking at work, and I was like... You look at the forecast for later this week, it's like it's showing we're gonna get quite a bit of rain for the next like two or three days. And one of the guys who was standing out there who was like, I fucking knew it. He said, I saw him out there today. He had all the chemtrails running across the sky. He was like, I knew it's coming sometime in the next couple of days. I'm like, well, I mean it's it it adds up. It, it's like hard to it's hard to argue with some of the logic on it. It's like sure, maybe it's coincidental, but when it keeps like when it keeps happening over and over and over and over and over again, like at what point do you stop thinking maybe this is just a coincidence and like, you know, the, you know, all the died suddenly. So that's like, yeah. 51 right. years old, 56 years old. Double what point does it stop being anecdotal? <laughs> right. And the, the thing that's kind of freaking me out is just, I, I was talking about this with a buddy of mine the other day. Like something has to happen. I, and I feel like it has to happen this year. Like they're going to do something to us this year. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm leaning towards this like fucking grid issue. But it's just like, what are they going to like? How are they going to get out of this? Like you said, they can't remove Biden and Harris because, you know, wokeism won't allow them to do that. They can't leave them in. Like they just can't let it. They can't leave it to chance. There's something like, uh, I think it's like three three billion people worldwide are voting this year. There's like major elections in, in well, China, uh, uh, you know, elections in, in quotation marks, Russia, right, the U.S. Like there, there's a lot of fucking major elections going on this year. And I just don't, I, I feel like they're going to do something. And I don't know which conspiracy theory they're going to um, allow to come to fruition, but it could get pretty bad. Well, especially when you look at what's happened over the last two or three years, um, post post COVID, especially with like, for instance, uh, Malay in Argentina, that kind of thing. A uh, a more anti-socialist type of ruler is becoming more popular in South America. Like you're seeing that a lot. Um, the Because of the, the crime and cartel and everything else problems that they've had down there, a like a law and order, uh, more free market type of politician is becoming incredibly popular in South America over the last couple of years. Uh, and then if you look across Europe, uh, the right wing would, what have been dubbed the right wing nationalist type of movements across Europe have become very popular in Germany, Italy, Poland, uh, like the, the what's, um, what's the French president's name? Macron. He like, 
he was largely expected to lose in his last election. And then somehow he didn't. And then he tried to resign and then they wouldn't let him like the, like the WEF is fully running fucking France. Like that he, he should have lost, didn't lose, tried to step down. And they told him, no, like you have to stay in. You're not allowed to do that. Like it, it's getting, it's getting fucking crazy. So, so yeah, I mean, with, things moving in the wrong direction as far as like the WEF and, and those sort of, you know, the, the ones that the conspiracy theorists say are running the, the world, things are not going their way. So like what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And then <clears throat> you go through these, these cycles. I don't know for anybody that hasn't read the, the book, the fourth turning, I don't know if the math exactly adds up, but, there definitely seems to be something to it where we go through these like generational cycles and just like where we are right now in terms of like a, like some sort of major tectonic shift, all these things seem to be adding, you know, uh, there's like a confluence of issues where it's like the culture, the economy, like all this, you know, the fucking powers that be are, are, are losing their stranglehold on everything. And it's just like, man, something something is boiling up here and it's gonna boil boil over pretty soon i don't know when but look out man and yeah uh somebody thinks they'll do something to get trump out of the election well the thing that's going to push it over the edge is taylor swift though that's like obviously taylor swift is a full-blown psyop and yeah this is this is the fallback plan by now, everyone knows Taylor Swift is a government psyop, and this is exactly why corporate media is having a meltdown about it. Four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit pitched NATO about turning Taylor Swift into a social influence asset. In 2019, George Soros bought her entire music catalog. In 2020, she came out as a raging liberal Joe, supporter, uh, Joe Biden supporter after previously being politically neutral. In 2023, her heiress tour raked in higher revenue than the GDP of 50 countries. In 2023, she helped register over 35,000 new voters with a single Instagram post. And now she's dating a Pfizer and Bud Light agent in the NFL, the most watched live sport in America. Even the New York Times wrote a story about how Biden is courting her for an endorsement and how he wants to appear on stage with her. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to put it all together. You just have to be paying attention. Taylor Swift is the ultimate psyop. So I admittedly know nothing about taylor swift i mean i know who she is i don't think i could name one of her songs if i've i've heard i'm sure i've heard the song before but i have no idea that it's hers this thing of her with her just being everywhere all of a sudden is fucking bizarre it's really bizarre and anybody the chiefs like why why haven't you just been betting on the fucking chiefs to win the super bowl all year long is beyond me it's i don't know how much i necessarily buy into the everything uh or taylor swift being a psyop and everything but she does definitely have she does have a lot of pull with the young incredibly stupid generation that now makes up a decent voting block and uh yeah, are super influ uh, super easily to manipulate and influence. Yeah, well, we almost talked about it on the on the last episode because somebody put out some AI 
like porn generated images of her. Yeah. And then just got fucking bombarded. If that's what you want to call it, I guess it is sort of pornographic in nature. Is that that's is it? Just those four? Uh, those are the four main ones that got the most attention and got the. Uh, these are the ones that were getting taken down off of like Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Yeah, it was like impossible to find it. <laughs> I remember I was like, oh, AI, AI, uh, what's your face? Okay, let me check this out. And then it was just everything was fucking gone. It's very disappointing. But, but like, this isn't new, right? Like, the, I'm sure at some point as a kid, you saw like the, the fakes of like um, Jennifer Love Hewitt or whoever, uh, Alicia Silverstone and like all of these others. Oh, like yeah. these, there have been internet fakes of right. different actresses. And, Spears. Yeah. Like these have been around for 25 years. Like how is this suddenly a thing that's like needs to needs to get attention? Like yeah, the, the outrage yeah. about it is it, it's so funny too because the people that are are so outraged, all of our fans that are like anybody that posted one of these things on Twitter, they were like, you know, get rid of this person, you know, X his account, whatever. These are these are people that will also tell you that it's you know, every like having an OnlyFans is perfectly fine and they're they're um sex workers, they're not prostitutes, like whatever. It's like they they glorify this shit left and right. They want you to you know, shove it up your kid's ass in school. And then somebody comes out with like some fake photos on the internet and everybody loses their mind. I, like losing Meanwhile, their mind. this guy's posting himself getting ass fucked in the, the Senate room floor. Right. And right. That's not fake. For it. That's actually real. That's actually legitimately real. Not fake at all. And right. that's fine. Like no government's not looking into that at all. Not concerned. Nobody cares. But yeah, they're like, oh, we got to do something about this AI generated porn. Apparently, the Biden stuff is what's um, so it's a combination of like Biden robocalls. And then also there have <laughs> been some Biden deep fakes. I've got man, I've got a really good Biden deep fake, but we I might actually I might be able to play it. Um you can't play it on YouTube. That gets you. They get you knocked immediately. Like they, they don't fuck around with it. It, they'll, they'll cut you off midstream if you. YouTube if you is run, so fucking gay. If you run some of these Biden deep fakes, but um, like there's some of them that they're good too. Like you've you've really gotta if you're just like listening to it, you're like oh, like that sounds like him. Like when you watch the video, usually they're just grainy enough or they've got enough of a. Uh, like a hitch or a tail, something that you can, you can tell that it's a, it's a deep fake, but man, some of them are really good. And uh, so that's kind of where this is coming from. But like the Taylor Swift thing that ramped it up to 11. And so now they're like the, the white house is having briefings about trying to address uh, the AI deep fakes and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. We need more government action on like literally anything like and it's just could you pick a more unwinnable battle like this between this and climate change like what the fuck are you gonna do about controlling ai on the internet like good luck with that good luck you know we're never gonna fucking go for it it's just like one of these things where it's just like you can't no matter what you do we will find a way to get our ai generated porn that's gonna happen that's what you know we're human beings that's what we do <laughs> so it's just like 
by the way, we have a lot of other serious problems that we've been outlining on this podcast for quite some time. Well, and if science fiction hasn't taught us anything else, it's that the more you try to restrict AI, the more likely you are to create Skynet. And that's the last fucking thing we need. Right. Yeah. I mean, come like, just work on something that you're actually supposed to be involved in. How about that? Like fucking Pocahontas is getting involved in all these like mergers, like video game. What? Video games, AI. Meanwhile, the national debt's like 35 trillion. <laughs> the interest on it is more than the entire fucking military budget. And you're worried about Taylor Swift fucking ass, fake ass going around the internet. Jesus Christ, man. Could you at least pretend to be serious? Speaking of deep fakes, the uh, the John Fetterman replacement apparently is not uh, not flying over too well with his wife, who has now disappeared on him like completely. Not not just like she did whenever he went into the the yeah, mental health facility, a brain aneurysm or whatever, well, or he had a stroke, right? Yeah, and then well, he had a like stroke, she skipped off to Canada to do God knows what. Um, now it's becoming a little more clear what she was doing finding a new fucking pole to hop on so yeah this is bizarre like what she just go ahead run through this for me uh so john fetterman's wife has deleted all of their pictures like all pictures of him on social media um and and reports are out that she is now listing herself as single on social media um like her she still has some social media accounts that exist, but every, like everything that had pictures of John is just gone. Like it, it's like she has scrubbed his existence from her public persona, uh, which, you know, there were a bunch of people that were saying that she as well was a psyop that she was like a, a plant or something uh, for his, for his campaign. I, I don't fucking know. I, I mean, supposedly they have children together. Those kids all look a lot more like him than they do her but uh so who knows maybe they were they're like his kids from a from another marriage and she's just like got tagged in for the for the run or whatever but uh i do like this it's like it it simply can't be a coincidence that john fetterman starts making sense at almost the exact moment he and his wife apparently broke up right <laughs> oh man get the yeah, doctor woman been... out of there and now he's good to go yeah, he's been making more and more sense over the last, uh, I don't know, four or five months, something like that. And then she skips town on him. Wouldn't you make like a little more of like a graceful exit? I don't know, for all you gold digging whores out there. How how would you go about doing this? <clears throat> because like, what's deleting all the pictures and shit? Like, who cares? Especially if your husband is like a an up and coming star in the democratic party is now in washington dc like his he's only going to get bigger he's especially now that he's like really kind of making making a splash and saying and saying shit that goes against the grain like he's he's going to be somebody that people are going to be paying attention to like how are you just going to up and bail yeah I don't know I don't know but whatever she was looking to get out of that relationship she clearly got it and she's uh, she's cutting cutting bait there, rip pulling the ripcord, but yeah, like I don't know. You, you can't imagine that Fetterman did anything to 
to instigate this. He just seems like such a bumbling buffoon. Like he has no idea what's really going on. Like he didn't like, I don't think he cheated on her. Like who's going to fucking, I don't know, man. I don't know. I would really like to know the justification for it. Right. But they didn't like file for divorce. Like they couldn't have gotten divorce already. Who's fucking the Pensatucky orc? Like what's. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like th this clearly just seems instigated by her. And I, I want an explanation. Now, I, I I was feeling bad for Fetterman when, um, you know, they were trying to make him give speeches and shit right after he had a stroke. I was like, all right, this is just kind of sad that we're ripping on this guy. Now I really feel bad for him. Fell victim to the gold digging whore. Well, you know, he uh, he probably turned out to be too much of a man for her, which is a huge problem out there. Men are. Men are not nearly manly enough, especially according to this uh, trans influencer. Oh, Jesus. I don't talk to masculinity or like whatever, like the the norms, I guess. But I like when there's just like a little bit of that, like I'm the man and I'm going to take charge, you know, like because like, why not? You know, I feel like a lot of boys need to start being boys, though, like when it comes to like the male world, because a lot of like men nowadays are expecting princess treatment. And it's like, OK, well. I want that energy just as much as, but just as bad as you do. For example, like let's say I get a flat tire on the side of the road, and we're together. You better know how to change that tire. Like you better know how to do these things. Because if I have to call my dad, just like I said, no, no, sorry. So wait, that this thing that looks like a, a human job of the hut. That's a man, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, I don't think I don't think his dad's picking up the phone <laughs> on that phone call. You never know; dad might be super supportive. Oh, Jesus, yes, supportive! Oh God, that is just transgender oh. influencer is speaking out about declining masculinity. Says they're having a hard time finding a man who can do masculine things, and says that men need to start being men. Dude, you need to start being a man. Yeah, stop taking the, the fucking Why? hormones or you know, who got doing God knows what to yourself to make you, to make yourself less manly. It's just, dude, you can't you can't make this up. You can't write it any better. The jokes are just. He's literally doing everything he can to not be a man and then criticizing other men for not being as manly as they used to be. I found it. This is like it's a fair criticism, but not coming from that thing. This is one of the best clips. From, okay, so so that dude was on. I can't remember what the name of it is. It's one of those podcasts that like has women on, and they ask them questions, and then uh, yeah, just yeah. So he was on with them, and they're like, and the guys were like, so like, what do y'all rate each other? And everybody was like, at least an eight or a nine out of ten, if not better. And they're like, even. Even Gorlock, and they're like, yeah, yeah, she's definitely an eight or a nine. It's like, oh my god. So, so anyway, that that has this person has become like a more regular uh, like guest on that, and, and I gotta give it to him. I mean, he like fills the shtick up completely. Like he, yeah, he is full dead set, believes it, and and runs with it. And thinks that he is just this gorgeous woman, even though we all see, you know, the job of the hut uh, appearance. I found I found one of the best clips that there is of this dude. And this is okay. 
prepare yourself. For sure. Well, with that being said, you can take your blindfold off. Oh, fuck no. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So this is like, you know, back in my day, when you, you had like one of these shows or something, one of these, like the equivalent of a podcast or something like that, you'd have like a midget on for this sort of role. Like the only reason that this thing is popular is because she, he, she, whatever is so goddamn ugly and just oddly shit. Like what shape is that? How do you, how do you take that shape? I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, where is the bone structure in there? <laughs> Looks like a fucking, like a, like an actual bean or something. Literally looks like a bean and like, or like what, like a beanbag chair or something. I, I don't know. It's, it's a really weird shape and she's fucking absolutely disgusting looking. And of course, yeah, the shtick is like, Oh, I'm beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. And you're, you're, you're just there. You're like the, you're what midgets used to be at, for comic relief or little people, whatever. <laughs> Can't kick me off YouTube. You fucking losers. I already, already did. That. I already did. <laughs> Uh, but here good we go. grief. Yeah. Oh, we got another one. Right. Uh, I, I've got some uh, pictures. Uh, so you can try to figure out what this shape is. I, I'm not. Yeah. Beanbag chair seems accurate. I don't know what you call that exactly. Um, that's, oh, God. It's just so aesthetically unpleasing. <laughs> Oh, and like, there's no like, no boob job or anything's been done. That's just the natural like fat man. Yeah, titties. those are just man titties. Yeah. Oh my god. Get like get some, get some surgeries done. <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I would say don't do that, but you need all the help you can get, hon. Oh my god. But if she was moderately attractive, she would just be another tranny. <laughs> right. But now she's like job of the hut tranny and and, and because and gets to become this whole shtick and yeah. do the thing like and you get the shock factor yeah i i, I think we've talked about like i i believe dylan mulvaney is 100 a parody like it's it's meant to be a joke it got it, it was a joke that got taken too far and now he's just like stuck doing it for yeah. until until he finally like gets forgotten and is able to fall out of like how much of that is a shtick? Like it, it's gotta be right. Like can a lot, but dude, I, I can you really take? He's gonna shot? he's gonna kill himself eventually, dude. Like when you just take this much ridicule, and your entire life, your entire life is just based on you being a, a punching bag, and the joke of every part. Like that's why, like Chris Farley, you know, Chris Farley basically killed himself over that. You know, he was, and Chris Farley was better looking than that thing. (laughs) Absolutely, dude. Chris Farley was a handsome guy. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, you know, it it wears on you. I mean, and plus it's like the, it's not that bold of a prediction to uh, predict that a a, a trans is going to kill themselves. It's like 40% chance or something. You got about a 50-50 shot there. All right. But I think that one in particular is, is going to at a minimum just overdose on purpose but 
<clears throat> it's kind of sad, but yeah, good grief, man. Want to wind down on your uh, shithole Chicago story for the week? Yes, let's do that. Shithole Chicago. Buona Beef Connected Group gets $45 million contract for migrant shelter meals. Yeah, so the Hyde Park-based uh, 14 Parish also received a $57 million contract to provide meals to half of Chicago's migrant shelters. So I, this is just an obscene amount of money. This is so... Um, if you scroll down through the article, Bono Beef is like Italian beef, like the company that supplies like a bunch of Italian beef restaurants, I think. Um, delicious sandwiches native to Chicago. They now cost about $14 a piece. Uh, when I was a kid, they were between like six and eight. Eight, probably the when I, last time I was in Chicago, you could probably get one for about eight bucks. Now they're 14. Um, so these two groups, uh, Bono Beef is the, it says Bono Beef connected because they created like another entity to get this bid. So they, they put out these bids. Can you feed all these migrants that we now have to shelter because we're a sanctuary city? And they created this company like a, a couple months ago or something to put the bid through. And they get 45 fucking million dollars, 45 and 57 respectively. So there's two different uh, 77 communities and 14 parish. They're two different entities, I guess, that get these city contracts. This, the city was paying, I think it was 20, 20 to 22 dollars or 21 to 22 dollars per meal per migrant to feed them. That was the going rate. Okay. So they were already eating better than me, for instance. <laughs> like, I don't spend that much per meal. I don't know a lot of families that spend that much per meal to feed their kids. This bid was to get it down to a 15 to 17 dollars i think was the winning bid per person per meal 15 dollars per part like what the fuck are these migrants eating like what sack of beans sack of rice some hard-boiled eggs bread like what who what did they get to in and the so some of these comments, oh, the, the migrants were complaining. Can you find some of the complaints that they had about the food that they were getting when it was $21 uh, a person? Uh, oh, I don't, it doesn't, I don't see any of the complaints. Yeah, it was like, ah, oh, well, sometimes the, the food was like stale or was, it was spoiled and there wasn't enough food. Okay, go, go back. Right? How's that working out for you? Like what? So the oh, I'm not getting any filet mignon. Oh, okay. Well, we better put out a bid. We better put out a bid. This is what you guys get to pay for in Chicago now. You fucking idiots. I've been telling you for decades to get the fuck out of that city. It is a colossal shithole. It's been going down the toilet for the last 15 years. The last four years in particular have just been cartoonish. But now this is what your taxes are going for. You can't put food on your table at $15 a person. That would be like when you go out to eat with the family, $15 to $17 a person, $20 a person. When you go to like a fucking, uh, a, I don't know, a mid middle of the road kind of restaurant with the family, $17 a person. 
yeah, to feed fun. a little fucking migrant kid. It's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. And this is how the you know the government's like, oh well, we put out bids to create competition. Okay. And then this this company, these shady ass fucking companies could create a fucking entity out of nowhere two weeks ago, put in a bid, and the city goes for it. Here, here's 45 million. Your property taxes went up 40% last year. There you go. 45 million for fucking to feed migrant kids better than you're you're able to feed your own. Well, and that can't be going over well. I mean, there's already there there are already organizations and groups in Chicago, especially on the south side, that are suing the city for housing migrants and stuff when literal like residents of Chicago don't have housing and like aren't being taken care of the way they were promised to be. Now you now you're going to start paying over a hundred million dollars to these different companies to give them meals. When I guarantee you, there are a bunch of people in the communities who are hungry and don't have meals. Don't like this. It, it's the, the war between Chicago Chicagoans. Is that the right word? And, mm-hmm. and the politicians who are pushing to take care of migrants who are not even from the country, much less from Chicago. That's going to be that, that's going to be an interesting battle because, I mean, it, like I said, there, there are groups that are already suing the city for some of this stuff as it is like it's it's only going to heat up the more that they they do this. Yeah. It, these idiot, they voted for it. You, you, you put this fucking idiot in charge after the last idiot. And this is a, one of the most corrupt fucking cities in the, in the country. It's been well documented. I don't know how many of our former fucking uh, governors and shit are in prison. But they all should be. This is this is fucking criminal. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. You get to create a company out of out of thin air and get forty a forty five million dollar contract. It's, How much of that is actually going to go to feed the migrants? It's impressive. Five million. It's impressive when you look at some of these. Um, I, I did it on some stuff. Oh gosh, it's been a while ago. Um, look at like some of the companies that these big public contracts get awarded to and what you what you find out a lot of times is it's the company that gets the contract awarded to it is like a splinter company off of some other big massive company that that they don't qualify for the contract because they're too big so they splinter off and create this this little you know side venture type thing that they qualify so they get the bid even though they're just a subsidiary of the big giant one that is dumping hundreds of millions of dollars into government to make sure that they get all of those contracts. Like it's, right. that's a hundred percent what's going on here. hundred percent. And it, it's fucking criminal. This is what your tax dollars are going towards Chicagoans as you're dodging fucking bullets in the street. Like I, every week I see that there are two kids that were, uh, that were killed like broad daylight noon in downtown Chicago uh, last Saturday. I think it was there's videos of, of them. Just one of them's like dying right there. You get to watch them die. They're not great. I mean, these are gangbang kids, but that's just happening now in broad daylight in downtown Chicago. And it's everywhere. And you'll, you'll see these fucking gun. Like they, they've got these uh, modified, you know, firearms now that shoot basically automatic, like, automatic um automatic fire 
and they're just fucking spraying bullets through all, all kinds of places. Cops aren't doing anything. People are getting carjacked. People are getting robbed. People are getting jumped. And uh, yeah, we're we're more concerned with uh, how we're going to make sure that the migrants don't have any complaints about the food at the free shelter that they're at. What would they be fucking eating in Venezuela? <laughs> right. Nothing. Rats. Yeah. They'd be if starving. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cockroaches. Okay. But my, my bread was moldy. I want to get the fuck out of here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You don't like it. Nobody's forcing you to stay here. There's the door. I mean, like, how is that already, not the answer to this? They're already keeping them at the fucking airport. Just load them on a plane and run them back. Why? Why are we wasting time like trying to figure out how to feed them and where to put them? Right. Like, it's load them on like, a plane. Dude, be like, we're gonna let you sleep here for the night, and then fly the fuck off, dump them whenever you end up, and be like, all right. Dude, they're putting them on like private jets too. It's crazy. They're they're living better than like the the top ten percent of Americans. I'm fucking they're at the Ritz Carlton in New York, getting fucking three comp meals. Flying on fucking private jets. I, I've always wanted to fly private. I didn't know all I had to do was enter the, the country illegally. That's the way to do it. It's, it's, too, un, it's unbelievable, you, man. It's too bad you couldn't get your citizen citizenship change over to uh, to Mexico. Then you could just wander back across the border and you'd be good to yeah, go. Just go. Yeah, I need a flight back to Chicago. <laughs> just, just cross the border in Tijuana. See if you can get, get your own condo back flight. for like. <laughs> see if you can get your own condo back for like pennies on the dollar since you're an illegal immigrant now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dude, did you see there was a? Uh, I think it was. It might have been in Canada or something, or where this guy like fucking squatted in somebody else's house. Was that in Canada? I can't remember. It was either Canada or somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, if we did that in the U.S. in any civilized part of the country, I think you're right. I think it was the U.K. or something. So he basically just took over this guy's house, um, and got squatters' rights, and then, and then sold he sold the house. <laughs> he sold it for like 550k, 550 euros. I think it might have been. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> How did? How did we allow society because you're afraid of being called racist? This is the society that we have now. You pussies, you colossal pussies. All right. Get out in the country. Like if somebody's squatting in your house out here, then they just oh, disappear okay. into the, into a hole in the woods somewhere and you move on with life. Like nobody's going to say anything. But it's just like, Oh, well the, you know, the Venezuelans didn't like the, the last dinner they had. It wasn't up to their standards. Oh, well let's, Let's put out a $100 million bid for some more taxpayer money. We can't have the Venezuelans complaining, the Hondurans, that they, they didn't like the, the, the their last meal. The, the bread had some mold on it. Oh, well, we better, we better get on that. Stop, hold, hold the fucking phones. This is a fucking emergency. No. Dude, imagine the fucking balls on these immigrants, too. They come over here. They're over there. I'm not over there anymore. So good luck, you idiots. But they come over there. They get a free flight, a free free housing, three squares a day, which is more three squares more than they had from wherever they were else they were coming. And they start complaining that things aren't good enough. 
ah, well, you know, my soup was a little cold last time and I didn't really like the last meal and I was a little hungry afterwards. And this, you call this a shelter? It's like, dude, the ball's on you. Get the fuck out. Leave. That's the answer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't like it here. We tried. Time to go back. Adios. Adios. God, man. Anyway, good luck with all that shit, Chicago. If you're still there, it's it's time to leave. I, I can't stress this enough. Get out of the city. It's a shithole. All right. Anyway, uh, what do you got going on this weekend? We got a wrap. Uh, I'm doing a, so the morning show that I do tonight, we're doing our night show and we call it the night before we're going to be doing a drunken adult spelling bee. So, uh, you can tune into that tonight at seven 30 central and find out how terribly eight drunk guys spell. And then, uh, tomorrow night I'll be doing the, why we're not black pilled with a whole cadre of, uh, internet friends. And we're going to talk about how good life is for us. All right. That actually drunken spelling bee sounds pretty fun. <laughs> I think even pretty with, uh, just a hillbilly spelling bee sounds pretty funny to me. <laughs> well, and of course we're going to use, we're going to use words that are either offensive or have a lot of innuendo. Like we're going to, we're not going to be doing just like regular spelling bee words. We're going to, we're going to be finding out if we can spell all the terrible shit. So what does the winner get? Any, any prizes? Uh, but hopefully by the time it's done, we'll be so drunk. We don't know who won. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be back on Tuesday. Thank you all so very much for listening. And until then, you guys know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.